Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadana and you're listening to Football Drama. I hope you're doing well and all of that good stuff. I'm so sorry for the late upload um, and not um, uploading last week. I was just too, 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 too busy last week. I had two tests uh, last Tuesday and a test last Wednesday to study for and then I had an interview that was unexpected on Thursday. And it was just all just a little too much for me. So sorry about that. I was just too stressed out. But I'm here now. Hopefully I won't have any other extremely stressful weeks because God, I'm simply not your strongest soldier. I don't understand why he keeps hitting me with all of this because I'm not his strongest and he, he should know that by now. Anyways, with that being said, we do have quite a bit to talk about today. So let's just get right on into this episode. So first, footballer appreciation is going to Ricardo Pepe. Um, Ricardo Pepe is a baby, a young king, if you will. You know, Simba, you know what I'm saying? He's an 18-year-old child that plays for FC Dallas and the U.S. men's national team. Pepe is getting my appreciation because he had an amazing game against Honduras. Not last week, but like, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. Whenever World Cup qualifying games were happening, the game against Honduras, he played quite amazing in it. I, along with others, were kind of worried that Greg was going to waste his time by having him come to these World Cup qualifying games and not play him. But after the mess that was U.S. versus Canada, Gregory did decide to make some changes and Pepe was one of them. And he did quite well, I might say. He played a part in all four goals, assisting one and scoring one. And it was just really great to see. I've seen a lot of stuff about Pepe, especially like in the American soccer view of things, if that makes sense. Like he's been eating up the girlies um, at FC Dallas and he's scoring a bunch of goals and is helping his team out. I think like every single game, there's something like, oh, Pepe assisted. Oh, Pepe got a hat trick. Like he's doing such great things. And I love to see that for him. And he's an exciting player to watch. And he has a very long career ahead of him. And I just can't wait to see how it all plays out for him. So keep shining, young king. So football appreciation this week. Pepe Ricardo. I said that backwards. You know what I mean. Anyways, World Cup qualifying. I'm not going to go over this because that was long ago. Um, but U.S. national team, don't you ever play with my heart like that again. Um, the game against Honduras, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but the first half, absolutely garbage. And we were already worried. Well, I was already worried because this was an away game and you know how they like to be in away games. And the first half was actually so garbage. I started to lose hope. Deadass. Not even going to lie. I started to lose hope. But the second half, um, a big turnaround, a big change happened and that was really nice to see. So um, keep that energy because that was really stressful. And they ended up ending off this first round thing with five points like I asked them to or like I said. So we're speaking things into existence. You know, we're manifesting for our teams. So, but again, don't play that again because that was actually disgusting. Anyways, I have MLS up next. Um, I haven't been watching LN United play mainly because um i can't watch their games the majority of the time i am in a different city where i go to university where i go to college and so every if i want to watch it on espn plus it's blacked out in my area which is really annoying and if i want to watch it on like 
um my parents have xfinity if i want to watch on xfinity stream they're like oh sorry only in-home wi-fi and that's really annoying uh i did get to watch a little bit of their most recent game but that's only because uh telemundo was showing it and that surprising let me watch it so i had to watch the game in spanish which was perfectly fine with me um but then again i halfway watched the game because i was simply too tired and stressed out and i just wanted to take a break so i don't think i'm gonna go over a bunch of results i guess i can go over um the results from saturday and yesterday because i i don't want to go over like three weeks worth of i'm not doing that so atlanta united dc united ended three two to atlanta united new england revolution and columbus crew won one Cincinnati FC or FC Cincinnati, New York City FC, 2-1 to New York. Toronto, Nashville, 2-1 uh, to Toronto. Minnesota United, LA Galaxy, 3-0 to Minnesota. Austin FC, San Jose, 4-3 to San Jose. Houston Dynamo, FC Dallas, 3-2 to Dynamo. Um, Real Salt Lake and Seattle Sounders, 1-0 to Salt Lake. And then yesterday which was Sunday, yes, yeah, Sunday. Montreal and Chicago, 2-0 to Montreal. Philadelphia Union, Orlando City, 3-1 to Philadelphia. Portland FC, or Portland Timbers, Thorns? Which one is which? I think the Thorns are the ladies, the Timbers are the men. Anyways, Portland LAFC, 2-1 to Portland, and then Vancouver, Colorado, 1-1. So the standings for the MLS is kind of, they break it into Eastern and Western Conference. Um, I don't, I'm not going through all this. I'll go through the top five, I guess. New England is in first, second Nashville, third New York City, fourth Orlando City, fifth Montreal. And then LA United is right under them at sixth place. And then for the Eastern Conference, Sporting KC is first, second Seattle Sounders, third Colorado Rapids, Fourth LA Galaxy and fifth Portland Timbers. Why are there? Oh, final series playoffs is orange. Final series is blue. So Sporting KC and New England have the blue line next to them, which is final series. And the from two to seven, they are final series playoffs. Interesting. Which it doesn't really even matter in MLS because they don't do relegation. Which um, kind of makes sense in a way because there's no point for them to do like second division things. Because the second division is basically like if Atlanta United, knock on wood, they're, they're not going to get relegated. So I can't really say knock on wood. If they were to get relegated, quote unquote, they can't because they have Atlanta United 2 in the second division, which is the U USL. So there's really no relegation. You just, if you suck, you suck. And then you come back in the next season and try to do better. So that is... Um, MLS and Lane United wise I'm really proud that they've been playing so 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 well that I think they're on like a nine game winning streak which is amazing really unfortunate that I can't watch these games but they've been doing quite well let me see when their first win was or not yeah August 28th it wasn't a win for them the 29th no okay I'm about to make my head spin with this so Friday September 10th they played Orlando City, which are rivals. They beat them 3-0. And then Atlanta United versus Cincinnati, they beat them 4-0. Um, and then against DC United, 
three two so they've been doing really really well and i love that for them really hope they keep this up ezekiel barco has been quite amazing he scored a really nice free kick the game against dc united so yeah i love that joseph martinez is back on the scoring sheet like hello this is what i like to see honey this is what i like to see so please fellas keep this up okay let's move on to prem now like the mls well i've been paying attention more to prem um than mls but i don't know the past two weeks i just simply was out of it especially last week i just really wasn't in the mood um and then the last game let me see chelsea played on sunday which i kind of focused on the second half mainly because um at church so the game started at 10 30 church starts at 10 um and so i was like yeah unfortunately but second half i was able to catch and it was quite interesting i don't think they scored any goals until the first the second half so i guess you know they just wanted to wait for me to watch the game anyways so match day five of 38 for the prem so we have newcastle leeds united 1-1 wolves brentford 2-0 to brentford North City, Watford 3-1 to Watford. Burnley, Arsenal 1-0 to Arsenal. Man City, Southampton 0-0. Liverpool, Crystal Palace 3-0 to Liverpool. I low-key watched this game. There was nothing else for me to watch because both Dortmund and Chelsea played on Sunday. So I watched this game. It was interesting, I guess. Um, Salah scored a goal. And he took his shirt off. And I was quite confused as to why he took this shirt off. Because no offense to Crystal Palace. But it's only Crystal Palace. Maybe that's what he does anyway. I I think I've seen Salah with his shirt off multiple times. I don't know why he keeps... I Let's move on. Um, Aston Villa, Everton 3-0 to Aston Villa. Brighton, Leicester City 2-1 to Brighton. West Ham, Man United 2-1 to Man United. I believe Lingard got the last minute winning goal. And I saw a video of like Bruno Fernandez and um, Ronaldo like terrorizing Lingard to score, not to score, to celebrate his goal. And I was like, are y'all insane? Like he, whatever. And then Tottenham Chelsea uh, ended 3-0 to Chelsea. So the current standings for the Prem, Chelsea's in first, second Liverpool, third Man United, fourth Brighton and fifth is Man City. Bottom three, we have Newcastle, Burnley and Norwich City. Personally, I don't think Norwich City is going to come out of this. I think they just came back from relegation. Well, it looks like they're going back down to the second division, which is unfortunate, but um, it is what it is. So the game against Chelsea against Tottenham, again, yeah, all the goals were scored in the second half. I really like Thiago Silva's goal. Uh, it was a nice little header. And then Conte scored a goal, which kind of took a deflection off of Eric Dyer. Um, and then Rudiger scored the last goal in the 92nd minute of extra time. So um, things are looking good for Chelsea. I'm kind of worried about Benjamin Chilwell. He hasn't been playing that much, which is really unfortunate. I think Alonso took his spot, which I don't, I don't get why um it's unfortunate to see because i like chili as a player um and then alonzo i don't know i'm not really a fan of him but uh, tuchel's gonna do tuchel things i'm not surprised that this is happening 
Um, it sucks, but what am I going to do? Fight Tuchel? I can't. So hopefully, you know, if he doesn't start, maybe he can get some minutes. But, like, he didn't even get any minutes in this last game. So, like, what? I don't know. Just I would not like to see Ben Chill have to, like, go on loan. Or I, I would hate that for him. So, Tuchel, let's not be fake. Let's, you know, play chilly or whatever. Um, and, yeah. I think things are looking good for Chelsea. They Lukaku, no, Lukaku did not score in this game, but he did look good. Um, I think things are looking good for Lukaku for Chelsea um, second time around. Obviously, like before, I think people know first time around with Chelsea, he didn't do too hot. But this time, I think he's doing really good. Um, obviously, he's got, you know, he's gotten better. He's grown from the previous time he was at Chelsea. So good for him. And yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game. I don't think Sun Kyung Min was playing because i was looking for him but oh he did play he must have got subbed off that's unfortunate but yeah sun hyung sun hyung min thing sun hyung min um i love that man a lot um and yeah that's really it but i'm not gonna roast tottenham they they did pretty good they've been doing pretty good so far um so we're not gonna come for them or whatever let me look at the stats of these games. Eight shots for Tottenham, 20 shots for Chelsea, two shots on target for Tottenham, 10 on target for Chelsea, 47% possession compared to Chelsea's 53 possession. Oh, 15 fouls for Chelsea. Hello. We got to do better with that, fellas. One yellow card for Chelsea, one offside, and 11 corners for them. Cute. Okay, well, that's it for the Prem. I don't really have much else to say. Same with Bundesliga. I don't really have that much um, with Bundesliga. Not BBB, Bundesliga. Because um, like the Chelsea game, I only got to watch the second half of, of Dortmund versus whoever they played against. And then on top of that, I wasn't really even paying attention because I had the Chelsea game on my TV in my in the Dortmund game on my laptop and so obviously my focus was more on the big tv screen in front of my face compared to the laptop that was on my table so match day five of 34 for um Bundesliga Hertha Berlin and Firth ended 2-1 to Hertha Bayern Munich Bochum Bochum ended 7-0 to Bayern Augsburg Mönchengladbach 1-0 to Augsburg Mainz, Freiburg, nil nil. Armenia, Hoffenheim, nil nil. Köln, RB Leipzig, one one. Stuttgart, Leverkusen, three one to Leverkusen. Dortmund, Berlin, four two to Dortmund. And then Wolfsburg, Eintracht Frankfurt, one one. So the standings for Bundesliga: Bayern's in first, second is Wolfsburg, third Dortmund, fourth Leverkusen, and fifth place is Mainz. Bottom three we have. Munch and Gladback, Bochum, Bochum, I don't know, and Firth. So, again, I don't have much to say about Dortmund. Uh, let me look at the goal score. So, Rafael Guerrero scored in the 10th minute. I heard that was a good goal. Erling Haaland scored in the 24th and 83rd minute. I heard his second goal was insanity. I did watch that goal. Um, and then own goal by Marvin Friedrich in the 52nd minute. And then for Union Berlin... Max Cruz scored in the 57th minute, a penalty. And then Andreas Vogel, 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 
vocal style. Okay, him. He scored in the 81st minute. So, let me see. Uh, the main thing I have to say about this is, can we please get Kobo a clean sheet? Um, Kobo is one of our new goalkeepers. I'm pretty sure he's like our first goalkeeper now. And I think Hits is our second. Well, I think he's injured. So that's why Kobo has been starting. Roman Berkey, I think uh, his time is done with Dortmund. But Dortmund just can't um, get him to go. But... Ever since this man, or I don't even know how much how much he is, how old he is. I think his name is Gregory Kobo. Yes, he's Swiss. He's twenty three years old. Yo, we gotta let the baby have a have a clean sheet. I don't think he's had a clean sheet since he <laughs> since he played his first game with Dortmund. Um, like it's cute winning like four two four three five four. That's cute, but. Can we let our goalkeeper have a clean sheet for once? I don't know what's going on with our defense, but um, hopefully we can get him at least like two or three clean sheets. Hopefully more than that, but being realistic here, hopefully we can get him a couple, like a handful of, go of clean sheets because come on now, we got to do our job as defenders. You know what I'm saying? Because he's doing his job as a goalkeeper. And it's not to say like Kobo makes great saves. It's just like the goals that, we can see they're just like silly goals or like goals that should just come out of nowhere you know so yeah that's it for the Benziga. um let's move on to champions league so i've come to the conclusion that i don't think i'm going to be able to properly watch champions league games this semester like i used to because of classes obviously now you know the pandemic doesn't exist anymore so you know classes are all back in person um, but I did watch or I tried to watch highlights of some of the games. I did get to watch Man City versus Leipzig. Um, and then just for the fun of it, I watched the highlights of it. So that's going to be the main game that I talk intensely about. I don't know. I don't know why. But I watched the second half and it was absolutely insane. It was a really good game. I think it ended like 6-3. I don't remember. But to start from the beginning, Nathan Ake. AK, I don't know. Started things off for Man City um, around the 15th minute. It was a header from a corner kick. And in the 27th minute, something very embarrassing happened for Leipzig. Kevin De Bruyne made a beautiful cross into the box. And Leipzig's Nordi Mukili, in attempt to, I guess, head the ball away, he headed it into his own goal. And he truly looked sick to his stomach after that own goal. Um, so that was, what, 2-0 to City? Leipzig came back with one around the 41st minute. They had a nice play prior to the goal. And this was Christopher now... I don't know how to say his last name. We're going to call him Kunku. Or KK. Let's call him KK. Um, this was one of his three goals of the night. And at the end of the first half, we had some drama. There seemed to have been a handball in Leipzig's box. Um, cause City were trying to score in their goal. City were trying to score in Leipzig's goal. Yes. Anyways, the Leipzig player, I don't know what his name is. He had a handball and it was given, uh, he was given a yellow and City were given a penalty, which was scored by Riyad Mahrez. Second half, 
Tyler Adams was unfortunately given a yellow after fouling Jack Grealish around the 48th minute. 50th minute, KK scores another goal for Leipzig, making it 3-2. 55th minute, Himbo King Jack Grealish scored a beautiful goal for his Sky Blue team to make it 4-2. Subs were made, yellows were given. Ferran Torres, uh, I think that's his name, he had a goal around like the 65th minute, but it was ruled offside. KK again with his third of the night around the 72nd minute, and then City leveled up, scored two more goals, made it 6-3. Uh, blah 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 very interesting game i talked about this game enough but i really liked this uh game i don't think leipzig obviously they had to have felt defeated but i don't think they should have felt that bad about it especially with this being jesse marsh's first season with the team um and plus there's a little bit of bias because he's an american coach but whatever personally I think that Leipzig, they didn't like lose this six nil, you know what I'm saying? Um, they they put they put up a fight, you know? And I think they should be proud of that. Now the second leg they they can't well, you know what I didn't talk about? Away away goals. Aggregate goals don't count anymore. And I think that's absolute buffoonery because like where's the drama? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what made the, the game, that's what made the Champions League so juicy. And now they took away the away goal rule. And I'm just like, are y'all, do y'all hate fun, you know? So that's really unfortunate. So we'll see how that plays out um, this season. But I really don't like that. I personally love the aggregate rule in the Champions League. Hopefully they'll be like, hmm, maybe we made a mistake and they can bring it back. I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, I don't think uh, Leipzig should be that bummed out about it. Um, because they did do well. Christopher... KK, he did really well. He played an amazing game. Unfortunate that, you know, City trampled on his team, but he had a really great game. Um, so, yeah, that's City versus Leipzig. Um, Chelsea and Zenit. I low key halfway watched this game. I think I had just got back from class and I was probably eating food and worried about something else for my other class. I don't know, but I just wasn't really paying attention. From what I saw, the first half was pretty boring, but luckily, Lukaku scored in the 69th minute and won the game for the Blues. Dortmund versus Besiktas ended 3-2, not 3-2, 2-1 to the Bs. I couldn't watch this game because I was in class. Uh, this game was really early for no reason. It was at, at 11.45, and I was like, why? For what reason? But Jude Bellingham scored, and Erling Haaland scored um, their goals. And then Dortmund, unfortunately, again, cannot let Kobo have a clean sheet. And Francisco Montero scored in the 90th plus 4th minutes of extra time, making it 2-1-2. Whatever. Anyways, let me go over the other results and the upcoming matches to see what we've got. Um... What am I doing? UCL soccer. So, group match day. Group stage. Match day one of six. Sevilla, RB Salzburg, 1-1. One, one. Young boys, Man United, 2-1 to young boys, which I love that. Um, Jordan Pifok of the United States men's national team. He scored the game-winning goal for Young Boys, and they beat Man United. I absolutely love that. Lil Wolfsburg, nil-nil. Villarreal, 
uh, sorry, Atalanta 2 2. Um, Zenit, Chelsea, and 1 0 to Chelsea. Malmo, Juventus, 3 0 to Juventus. Bayern, Barcelona in the 3 0 to Bayern. Uh, Dynamo Kiev, Benfica, 0 0. Bish, you know, we were talking about that. Sheriff, boys, is that what they're called? No, just Sheriff. Uh, why does, what, what, we're not gonna talk about it. Um, Sheriff and Shakhtar Jonas, it did 2 0 to Sheriff. Inter Milan, Real Madrid, 1 0 to Madrid. Atletico Madrid, Porto, 0 0. Club Bruges, PSG, 1 1, which is quite surprising. Um, and I'm not gonna watch the highlights because I don't care. Um, Liverpool, Milan, 3 2 to Liverpool. Uh, we talked about that. It is Sporting and Ajax ended 2 No, it did not. 5 1 to Ajax which that is cute i love that you see this is why the away goals should you know count because like they ajax scored five goals away they would literally have to do not whatever uefa money bad decisions anyways upcoming games will be tuesday september 28th and wednesday september 29th so pretty much next week and these are not going to be second legs of anything. Are we not doing second legs? Huh? Oh, at the end. Okay, I was like, I don't know. Like, like. Okay, so I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. So, um, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 who's playing who? Dorman plays against Sporting. PSG versus Man City. I have to watch that. What time is that game? At 2. What time is my class end? My class ends right at 2 o'clock on Tuesday. So I'll be able to watch that game just a little bit late. I have to watch that game. Um, Juventus Chelsea Wednesday, September 29th at 2 p.m. Where will I be at 2 p.m.? I'll be getting out of class at 2 p. Actually, no. Class ends at 2. And I'll be able to catch some of it because then I have... Whatever. Um, Again, if you can tell, I am kind of iffy about like actually watching the Prem games. Not Prem games, UCL games. But yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. Benfica, Barcelona. Barcelona, if y'all don't win this. I watched Barcelona play today. A La Liga match. They played against Hetafe, I believe. Um, and it was quite upsetting to see, or no, Granada. It was upsetting to see how much they struggled in this game. I don't even know what place Granada is. They're in 17th place, and Barca was struggling, um, against them. They finally, um, got a goal in, like, the last, in, like, the 90th minutes of this game. What's his name? Arujo, I believe. Yeah, Araujo, I don't know. He scored in the 90th minute. And yeah, I was like, y'all have to at least draw with this team. I can't let them win, you know? So that's that. I also don't recognize a majority of the players at Barcelona. And at this point, I've just come to the, um, I've come to the conclusion that I will personally, I don't think I'll be able to know the players on the Barcelona team like I used to. Like, name them one by one. I don't think I can do that because I literally was like, who are you? Who are any of these players? I simply just, I don't know. I don't know any of them. So, yeah, it's a new Barca for sure. But, yeah.
I think that's it. I don't really have much else to talk about. I wasn't even trying to talk about La Liga. But yeah, Barca needs to get it together because this is not looking good for him. Plus, Kuman, Komen, whatever his last name is, his job is on the line. Which honestly, I don't really know how I feel about Komen, Kuman. He gives me weird vibes. Maybe it's just his face. I don't know. But yeah, Barca needs to get it together because they're going to have to get a new manager. And they've already been through what, like five They've been through too many, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I think that's all I have. We are already in football drama. Uh what how long is this? Oh, it's not really long. I don't need this to be long anyways, because I actually have other things to do, like schoolwork because I'm a college student. Um, I don't think anything interesting has happened in the world of footy. Let me see if I can find anything random in the news. FIFA soccer leaders set to begin talks to host World Cup every two years. All right. That's okay, FIFA. Um, it's definitely not going to happen. Brazilian soccer star Hulk having child with ex-wife's niece. That is actually disgusting. What? Brazil striker Hulk has announced his ex-wife's niece is pregnant with his fourth child. The 35-year-old confirmed blah blah was expecting in an Instagram post which included footage of them kissing each other. Brazilian star Hulk dated the dating the 32-year-old niece of his ex-wife blah blah in late 2019 after ending his 12-year relationship with his former lover just a few months ago. Is he insane? Men really have no shame. Because it's one thing. And look at this Instagram caption. My heart overflows with so much happiness and I can only say thank you, God. We are already looking forward to receiving you, child, and we love you unconditionally. Come full health of my baby. Boy, if you know, men have no shame. It'd be one thing if you ended this 12-year relationship with your wife um, to be with like, I mean, even this is wrong, to be with her best friend. But her niece? Are you insane? Like that's incest, low key. That's low key incest. You have no shame in your no shame in your bones that you're sitting here. You're announcing that you got this woman pregnant, this niece who was basically your niece in law in a sense. That is disgusting. Shame on both of y'all. Shame on both of y'all. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Is he insane? How does he how does his kids feel about this? Like what? I have never had a relationship with Camilla when I was married. I am a man. I was not happy in my marriage. I had countless reasons. I spent my entire marriage betraying Iran. She lived a single life. She just wanted to have the status of the wife of the Hulk, of wife of the Hulk, okay? And what about it? Camilla came to China. I don't think I'm an ugly person and I'm young. Camilla is young and extremely beautiful. We ended up getting involved. We were single. Don't make me throw up. No, please don't make me throw up right now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Let's go into football drama because I'm actually getting nauseous. Okay. So there's two things I want to talk about football drama related. The first one is about Reese James. Nothing 
like dramatic or or bad that he did um he posted on instagram recently that he had his medals stolen i'm gonna read this off espn because i didn't get to read this it's kind of last minute um so chelsea star reese james has champions league euro 2020 medals stolen during zenit victory chelsea defender said on instagram that he was burgled while playing in the champions league on tuesday with the robbers taking off with the safe containing his Champions League and Super Cup winners, <clears throat> excuse me, medals and Euro 2020 runners-up medals. The 20-year-old, he's only 21. The 21-year-old starred in the blah, blah um, against, okay. Okay, yes. James posted security footage on Instagram of the robbers walking around his property before dragging the safe to a car, appealing for help from fans to identify the perpetrators. Here is the Instagram caption. <clears throat> On the evening of the 14th of September 2021, when I was playing for my club in the return of the Champions League, a group of cowardly robbers broke into my house. They managed to collectively lift a heavy safe containing some personal items of mine into their car. I never keep any jewelry of mine in my house, so all that was contained in the safe were my Champions League winner's medal and Super Cup winner's medal and the runners-up medal for the Euro 2020. These medals were won representing Chelsea and England, honors that can never be taken away from me, whether or not I have the physical medals to prove it. Nevertheless, I am appealing to all my Chelsea and England fans to help identify and turn in these low-life individuals who will never be able to rest easy as the evidence is mounting against them. The police, my advisors, and Chelsea FC and many others are all behind me as we have firm leads on who the perpetrators are. We are closing in on them. Luckily, no one was present during the break-in, but I want to let you all know, or I want, pause, pause, pause. I was doing so good. Luckily, no one was present during the break-in, but I want to let all of you know I am safe and well. I really do appreciate having the platform to tell you all about my misfortune, and I hope together we can catch these individuals and deliver justice where it is due. So I love the subtle read in this um in this instagram uh, instagram caption cowardly robbers low life individuals like i know that's right so hopefully um they can find these medals or they can find the low lifers and that reese can get um his medals back again he doesn't really have to prove that he was like a champions league euro runner up he doesn't have to prove any of that but i mean those medals are probably going to cost a, a hefty penny if those lowlifers try to sell them. So hopefully um, they catch them and can return James's medals safely um, to him. So that's that. The second story or the next story has to do with Jerome Boateng. Um, I think I talked about this issue a while. No, I didn't. Well, I did talk about this issue like a while ago, but it had to do with Jerome Boateng and his ex, his most recent ex-girlfriend who, trigger warning, killed herself. This is different, but still awful. So backstory, Jerome Boateng, mm, he hits women. So in 2018, he was accused of injuring his ex-girlfriend in a fight while they were on vacation. She accused him of hurling a lamp at her, which missed. And then he threw a small cooling box, which injured her arm before hitting her and pulling her hair. 
She also said that he punched her so hard that she lost her breath for a moment. And on top of that, he bit her on the head. Um, That, you know, simply just would have been his lap. You know, we're not going to get into that. Anyways, apparently all of this happened because of a game of cards. Um, Boateng said that tensions escalated during a game of cards. They argued. She became aggressive, insulted him, and hit him, and drank his lip. And then, you know, he decided to throw lamps and coolers and bite the biting is a bit why why would you you are you already threw this lamp at me and you threw this cooling box you broke my arm you punched me to the point where i can't breathe and then you're gonna bite me like you're doing a little too much anyways boateng was recently found guilty of premeditated bodily harm on his former partner which i believe is also the uh, mother of his children he was fined 1.8 million euros which is approximately 2.13 million us dollars and honestly throw him in jail just for a little bit you know um the fine i will say is pretty hefty and i love that because usually these athletes you know knock their girlfriends out and then only pay like a 10,000 euro fee which is literally pocket change to them so i really like the heftiness of this fee um but then again he like threw stuff bit almost took her life you know what i'm saying so um i would also like to see a little bit jail time which he could have been jailed up to five years under germany's domestic violence laws but you know footballers don't do jail hopefully though that'll change in the future um and yeah i don't really know what else to say about this um he just signed for Lyon, which why would you do that so another team basically with another abuser which you know I don't know, but I don't know what else to say about this. But um, Jerome Boateng, I wish you nothing but the worst. Okay, that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has reached 50 episodes, you guys, which is kind of crazy. Here's to many more, I guess. Um, You can follow football drama on social media at football's drama and also be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to this podcast and all of that good stuff leave a review on apple podcasts you know what i'm saying and yeah that's really it uh hope you're doing well hope you're doing safe i don't know how the weather is where y'all at but like the weather here is like really like back and forth like this morning when i went to class it was raining right i had my raincoat and my rain boots or whatever i get out of class my first class and it's all sunshine and humidity and it was really disgusting and then i'm like whatever so i go to my last class of the day and i come back and leave that class it's raining again so i don't know but i just needed to get cold um because i'm actually so tired of this heat and i also need the weather to make up its mind because it's kind of messing up with you know allergies and all that stuff but anyways um yeah well else do i have to say i don't have anything else to say um stay safe stay healthy thank you again for listening to this episode and i will see you all in the next one